I'm gonna trick former guest Ben into making us theme song. That's it. Okay. Better, closer, warmer. Uh, all modern art is communistic. I want to be the first man to nut in space. Fuck you. Fuck off. Where are we finding it? Why can't we Better, find it? Closer, Why do you guys warmer. keep saying all this change? We're playing Fortnite. Let's have fun. We need to get to that post-World War II mentality where Better, closer, no one in the warmer. world is going to Twitch and typing in climate first. Don't tweet us about how our stuff's inaccurate. At this point, I don't think the N-word tape would change anything. The piss tape might. From New Orleans to New York. It's the Alienos Podcast, baby. Dude, that was TNT. Welcome back to the Alienos Podcast. I'm Smith. I'm Seth. And the voice that makes your moist is back, baby. Shazam. Marcus. Yes. yes. I like how I always forget my actual name. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You've never said it. You really, really milk the voice that makes you moist and then just don't say the name at all. Yeah, I don't need any introduction. The moist yeah. voice is here. Maybe one day, maybe one day they'll just know you as the voice that makes them moist. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah, hopefully. That's the dream. That's the dream. Have you ever thought that maybe you make them moist, but like not in the best way? Like, what if you just make their like hands and the back of their neck really moist? Oh man, that's damn. Like, wouldn't that be bad? <laughs> Stop corrupting my superpower here. I'm okay, sorry. All I'm right. sorry. But guys, there's a, something pretty alarming has happened in the past week. Maybe you guys have heard about it. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, the America is falling apart in a literal way. No. Uh-oh. In, no, in a literal way mm-hmm. because of these earthquakes in California. Right. Yeah. They're getting bigger and bigger. Okay. And, I mean, I am, at this point, I mean, I know there is this big theory that, you know, hundreds of years from now, California would actually break off from the rest of the, the continent. But uh, I think it's going to happen sooner than that. I Soon. believe that, that that's not actually true, like, technically speaking, because the earthquakes are caused by the plates pushing together, creating the Rockies. Um... But the fault, and so the, the thing is, actually, California would just get sucked under the rest of the United States. Oh, I thought you were going to say we were just going to create bigger mountains. Oh, we would <laughs> in the process, but uh, I guess that's true. Yeah, California would just go bye bye underneath the other plates. Mm-hmm. Which, so, hey, you know what? Sure. So, are you talking soon and like within five years? Or I'm talking within like five million, maybe. Oh, okay. Uh, I was going to say five. I mean, hey, in the meantime, there will be bad earthquakes, so a very slow yeah. process, but we will see some results. Maybe we'll have a, a Dwayne The Rock Johnson San Andreas situation. Oh my god. Uh, a movie that I have never seen, but I'm pretty sure I know exactly what happens. We're probably more likely to get a Geostorm situation, Seth. Ooh. Oh man! I went to go see. I'm not, have either of you seen the Murder on the Orient Express remake? Uh, no. That came out like the past couple of years. Okay, well, don't. It's like the most boring movie ever. Okay. It's Can't honestly like it. It's like an hour and fifty minutes. I felt like I was in the theater for like five hours. <laughs> it was the <laughs> slowest, lamest movie ever. But before the movie started, it was one of those times where the movie theater plays the wrong movie, mm-hmm. and they started playing Geostorm. <laughs> Oh. And I did not get up to tell them they did something wrong. I was like, I'm fine with seeing Geostorm instead. Some other motherfucker in the audience decided to go tell them a mistake. And we saw it we saw this boring ass movie instead. But 
I do. I do one day. I do one day hope to be able to see Geostorm. I think. I think that's one of my goals in life is to watch Geostorm. Weren't you there, Seth, when we had to go see uh, Cowboys and Aliens? I was. And another started, awful movie. They started playing uh, Harry Potter Seven Part Two or whatever yeah, instead. Deathly Hallows Part Two. And then these like <laughs> Vietnam vets who are there to see the movie all just got up and were like, "We're not watching this wizard <laughs> shit." Like six dudes in POWMI hats jumped up yeah. at the same time. Fast they've ever moved since Vietnam. <laughs> yeah. One of them on the way out was like, the, the series really lost steam with Half Blood Prince, guys. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, he knows this stuff. <laughs> oh, man. I was actually at the theater this last weekend. I wanted to go see um, Ari Aster's new movie, Midsummer. Um, yes. Midsummer. Mm-hmm. No. Um, I'm an American. I will say it the American way. But. About an hour into the movie, there is a scene of incredible uh, brutality that occurs. Mm-hmm. And a couple sitting about two rows behind me, the guy was like, nope, 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 nope. And he got up and they just left. They didn't come back. They just they just exited the film and did not I, return. I, I, I would love to do like, I just love to hear everyone's stories of like theater walkouts because they're always so funny. <laughs> okay. All right. No, 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 no. I mean, I mean, for real. Like, I, I had one. I know. I love this because I went and saw one. I went and saw a pop star, Never Stop, Never Stopping, the Lonely Island movie. Mm. You've seen it. I don't know if Marcus has seen it, but you've seen I've, it. I've seen pieces of it. Okay. Well, there's a scene in the movie where they introduce a new character named Hunter the Hungry, who's played by Chris Red, and it's just he's like a caricature of like just fucking bonkers rappers who just go and just say a bunch of crazy shit in the microphone. And the scene starts with the guy's doing his first song, and it's just a bunch of gibberish, like, fucking horrorcore stuff. And there's only three people in the theater. Me, my friend, and some, like, 50-year-old guy. 50-year-old guy gets up and walks out immediately. <laughs> he was like, <laughs> he, left his, he left his drink and popcorn <laughs> and just <laughs> fucking bolted. He was not there for Hunter the Hungry. I can't deal with this anymore. Yeah. It's like, one thing that's, I want to see Spider-Man uh, 2 or whatever came out recently. Far From Home, yes. That's the one, yeah. Um, and I was just shocked at how many fucking old people were in the theater. Like, like at least like seven old people were sitting around. I agree. I went and saw it, and there's a, there's a surprising amount of old people who are just in for these Marvel movies, I guess. I feel like once you hit a certain age, and like I guess this is a fantasy for, for us, but imagine you could retire one day and oh, not have to work whoa. anymore. Whoa, whoa, whoa. whoa. I could totally. I think these people just go watch movies because they don't better do their life. Oh or no, that's one hundred percent true. Yeah, that's that's how I know because sometimes like there has been days when I had had like days off or like I wasn't employed and I'll go see movies at like one o'clock on a Thursday and yeah, it's nothing but old people and they're seeing literally any movie. It does not matter. I saw like now you see me at like one o'clock or something. <laughs> or like now you see me too or something. I don't know what I saw. Some random movie at one o'clock on a Thursday and it's me and like forty old people. <laughs> and hmm. they just go see every movie because they don't have anything else to do. Yeah, I want to go see that that movie Serenity, um, not the yes, space the movie. Firefly movie. No, oh, not yeah, that it's one. It's a good one. It's a good one. The 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 McConaughey and Hathaway vehicle. Oh, the better one, the yes. more superior film. I went and saw that, and it was in the, the, the small theaters here, and it was packed full of fucking old people, and I had to yep. watch. A very, very uh, intense and dark sex scene surrounded by octogenarians, and it was awkward as fuck. Wait, that was Anne Hathaway was in that movie? Yes. 
damn, so they're teaming teaming back up after Interstellar. Mm-hmm. That must have been, they must have been like, we, they're like, hey guys, I know it's like eight years later, but we got to get that Interstellar crew back together because we they, they were hot in that movie. Well, surprisingly this time, Matt Damon did not show up in the film. I'm still not convinced Matt Damon was in Interstellar. <laughs> I mean, you know what, Seth? I think he was in the only movie called The Martian. I think he was in that one. Then we're, we're getting confused. He was in The Martian, for sure. He played The Martian. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, yeah, I'm not convinced he was in Interstellar. So, y'all, I wanted to tell y'all about a happy event that happened last week. Oh, wow. This is rarefied air on this right? podcast. Oh, my goodness. Uh, so, July 4th happened. Boo. That sucks. Uh, Death to America. Uh, but on the same day that July 4th occurred, a much greater event happened. Uh, West Virginia coal tycoon Chris Klein crashed in a helicopter and died in the Bahamas. Mm. I love that because I feel like there's only so many things that a person in Chris Klein can become. And I feel like it's, you know, coal magnate actor and like third string country music star i feel like those are the kind of jobs this guy could fill out you're not wrong and and luckily uh he's gone now so um i actually just got up to get more rest and piss yeah uh he has pictures of himself like in mining clothes he never once mined in his entire life of course not the only mining he ever did was apparently he was a child uh, his father paid him a dollar per bag of sand he could dig out under their porch. And he dug so much sand that their porch collapsed. Wow. Because he was a fucking greedy little pig. I'm sure he uses this as like a, a metaphor for why he's like such a hard worker. Well, it's, <laughs> it's a metaphor for how his workers die because they, they mine well, yeah. until the fucking thing collapses on them. Yeah, but I'm not, I'm, he doesn't think about his workers. He thinks about himself. No, no, of course not. I'm Obviously. just saying... It is. It was yeah. foreshadowing for his future, anyways. Yeah, uh, I don't think we talk about it enough, but coal is like one of the most fucked up jobs a person can have. It really is. It can. It can kill you. <laughs> it can kill early you in life, and it can also kill you. Yeah, it can kill you pretty early in life, or it can make all of your old age years fucking hell. Yeah, it's like black lung. In between black lung's no fucking joke. Yeah, like people really fucking. Uh, I mean, it was, a, it was shitty for a lot of folks. Still is. People still get black lung today. God damn. That's and insurance does not pay for it. What do you mean insurance doesn't pay for it? It just doesn't because it's not, it's like a workplace. Yeah. You, you sign up, you get it. It's, you know, whatever. I, I feel pre-existing like that's pre-existing my ass. Shouldn't you pre-existed like... with the idea to become a coal miner. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Look, coal, this is, before, this is before you did. You went and decided to mine it. This is a pre-existing condition, buddy. This is on you. Um, yeah, it's like it's like you. If they were like, "Hey, buddy, you had a leg and you lost it. Not our problem." Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Look, you had the foot. The fence was there. You saw the two things yeah. in, in the same proximity. You should have realized. We didn't ask you to be born with a foot. Okay. <laughs> so, bye bye. Did you think about that? You could have had a g- congenital birth defect. <laughs> This would have never happened. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but but no, so uh, fuck Chris Klein. I'm glad he's dead. I'm glad his daughter was dead. He? Uh, he was... Oh, shit. Now you get now you put him on the spot. Um, he was probably too, too fucking old. 
uh, to still be alive. Um, he was born in 1958. Not sure what age that Damn. is. I was really hoping he was like one of those young hot shots and he hadn't died early. That would have been would have been better. Oh yeah, definitely. But no, he had plenty of time to fuck people's lives up. So, so yeah, glad he's dead. Yeah. Fuck him. Um, Damn. On some other happy news, it's been a great week, by the way, guys. It's a great, yeah. great things have happened. Did you guys hear about uh about what happened with Jeffrey Epstein? Jeffrey Epstein has finally faced the hammer. Now, Marcus, I have a question for you. Do you know who we're talking about right now? No idea at all. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're going to give you a crash course with Jeffrey Epstein. He's a billionaire. Yep. Uh, he's a pedophile. Oh. He's super, a yep. rapist pedophile. Uh, that's you yep. can be a non-rapist pedophile. But he uh, he he operated a plane he called the, that was called the Lolita Express. Yep. Um, where you could fuck children and then go to his private island and fuck more children. And, Mark, as an anime fan, you know what a Lolita is, right? Yeah. Okay. Don't say it like that. It sounds so bad. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Only because it's supposed to. <laughs> Remind me again, what's the age of consent in Japan? Um, I I know it's less than, like, six, 14, maybe? Or six, you are correct, sir. It is 14. Uh, oh, wow. It's too fucking low is what I it was, is. I was just guessing. Um, so yeah, he, and then um, apparently, I'm not sure what precipitated this event, but he got arrested and they raided his house and they found some very interesting things, like a safe full of like discs that have labels on them with names. Mm-hmm. They've not released the names, but it sounds to me like a blackmail material. Probably. Yeah, it sounds like this guy is, uh, got, might take some people with him if he can. So here's what I'm, I might, my question is, y'all. Do you think that he is going to somehow get out scot-free? Do you think he's going to like actually name names and take people down? Or do you think he is going to suspiciously kill himself in his jail cell? Damn, those are two really good bets. Or I'm three thinking, really good bets. I'm thinking he's going to blackmail like other richer, powerful people to bail him out. Yeah, I feel like he's gonna he's gonna secretly blackmail them. Like he's not gonna like oh release some kind of big file on Donald Trump. He's just gonna be like, you know, hey Trump, I know something about you, and he'll be like, oh we're yeah we're pardoning Jeffrey Epstein. He can rape everyone he wants. This this is not our business. You know the dumbest shit here is though. Yes, Trump admits that he knew Jeffrey Epstein years and years ago, and he was like, literally said in an interview, "Oh yeah, Jeffrey, he's a great guy. I love him. He's like me. He also loves women. Maybe lives he's on the younger side. Maybe a little too young sometimes." He like said that. He said that. (laughs) It's like on the record, and they were just like, "Yep, okay, good. Moving on. Next question." Surely you mean 18-year-olds, Donald. That's what you mean, correct? It's like the whole R. Kelly defined teenage answer. Yes! Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I'm not sure if you haven't pulled up. Can you read off that flight log? All the, oh all the names that are on this man's flight log? Oh my god. Uh, y'all go ahead and vamp for a second, because I do have it. I will get to it, y'all. Oh boy. Okay. How much do you hate pedophiles? (laughs) Yeah. Who loves pedophiles the least? Um, uh, Marcus? I think think it's a three-way tie. As the the resident anime lover, I think... (laughs) You will not put this on anime. I will fight you. 
Oh, man. <laughs> oh, Anime man. is amazing. It's beautiful. It's a little weird sometimes, but damn it. It's a little weird sometimes? <laughs> okay, it's a lot weird most of the time. Most but- of the time. <laughs> Very much most of the time. But it's for entertainment purposes. Okay. Well. I can't remember who said it, but I saw a tweet the other day. It was like, the problem with being Twitter famous is you can't just say uncontroversial, uncontroversial things like anime is bad and Stalin did nothing wrong. <laughs> um, so uh, I agree with one of those takes. Anyways, um, so Jeffrey Epstein's uh, flight logs, his black book here of people he has. Let's read some names. Let's read some names. Uh, David Blaine. The wow. S- the Sleepy what? Street Musician. <laughs> yep. Uh, that was not the first name I was expecting. I do love how it, this list starts with David Blaine. There's a, <laughs> it's a good way. It's a good way to get you in. He magics all the children onto the plane. Okay. We also play a game too. Does Marcus know this person? <laughs> yes, oh, I yes. know. Fuck. Damn it. Okay, no. here's her next one. Uh, Tony Blair. Is he another Mark. magician? <laughs> Marcus. <laughs> Marcus, what? you should know I, this, Marcus. I live under a rock. I'm sorry. He was the president of the United Kingdom he, when Bush was president of America. Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. Bush and Tony I, Blair really, all the time. I really should have known that. He was like a little okay. goblin man. Um, <laughs> he's like a fucking house elf from Harry Potter or some shit. Um, there's Mike Bloomberg. The Bloombergs. Okay. I know the, the Bloombergs, Bloomberg guy, but I don't know this specific Bloomberg. The mayor of New York City, Marcus. Again, I live under a rock and uh, it's not going to change. Alright, Richard Branson. Nope. He owns he owns like Virgin. The Virgin Virgin Mobile in that company. Oh, is that that? He's like one of the top five richest guys in the world. Is that 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 weird, like, he wants to be suave old dude? Yes. He's like a with Obama after Obama got out of office. Oh, wow. I gotta say, it's he ironic like, he owns a network uh, called Virgin when he's flying on this fucking plane. Mm. Huh. Uh, let's see here. Jimmy Buffett. Speaking of, by the way, I wanted to say earlier, David Blaine's biggest trick was making these children's virginities disappear. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> making their innocence disappear more like it. Yeah. Oh my god. So we got, we got Jimmy Buffett. That's sad. God, that's a, that's a sad one. Maybe he... You know what? Let's hold a hope he thought the plane was to Margaritaville. <laughs> Maybe Jeffrey Epstein was like, by the way, that place you talk about, I found it. Come with me. And after that, he was out. That's what I, that's what I want to hold out hope for. Um, uh, Phil Collins. Yes. Wow. Oh, wait, no, no. It looks like he could feel it coming in the air <laughs> no! tonight. He did. He definitely yes. did. Not Phil. Oh, God damn, no. Uh, the Duke and Duchess of York. Wow. Mm. They I sound mean, important. And you gotta know who they are. You just know those are important important titles. Yeah, Duke and Duchess. Those aren't something that anybody can just be. Uh, Duke of York, by the way, his address is literally listed as Buckingham Palace, London. Wow. <laughs> hey, buddy, it's the big building. Just come find me. <laughs> More like Buckingham Palace at this point. Um, Ralph like- Fine. The That's movie star. Uh, Voldemort. Yeah. Oh. He's in Strange Days. He is. It's a great movie. Uh, Steve Forbes. Okay. Forbesy, of course. George Hamilton. Okay. Oh, is that that's the guy that Hamilton's about, right? Oh my god! 
I'm I mean, not giving up this little kid's virginity. <laughs> is that the name of the song? <laughs> oh my god. No, it's uh, um Dustin Hoffman. S- sad but not surprising. True. Elizabeth Hurley. Weird. A very strange one on this list. Hey, uh, Michael Jackson. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, come on. Some things are just gimmies. <laughs> uh, Mick Jagger. Uh, yeah, you know. Hold on, I can't sing that song anymore. Shit. Which one? Which song? Please oh. tell me which song. <laughs> please do it right now for me. The, now, please. The yes. song by Maroon 5. Oh, it's about know. Mick Jagger. <laughs> it's not even a Mick Jagger song. I know, but. He's got the moves like a Jagger, and these Marcus, are not... can you name one song that Mick Jagger is a of? Of course not. I mean, like, you know okay. I can't. <laughs> okay. Okay. Oh, my God. Uh, a ton of Kennedys are on this list. I mean, I'm sure every Kennedy ever exists. I'm sure some Kennedys who aren't even Kennedys are on there. <laughs> uh, Henry Kissinger. Okay, not, not a surprise. Nope. Christopher Lambert. Interesting. Marcus Jersey Highlander? Yes, I did see Highlander. The the Kurgan, the villain of Highlander. Oh. Christopher Lambert. Raiden from the Mortal Kombat movie. Yes. <laughs> Very true. Christ. Uh, Courtney Love. Okay, yeah. From Friends? Are oh my you God. kidding me, Marcus? <laughs> listen, that was on purpose. That was on listen. purpose. It has to be. You had, are you tro- be honest. Were you trolling us? No. Like, oh my God. Marcus, that's Courtney Cox. Ah, okay. Courtney Love was Kurt Cobain's girlfriend when he killed himself. Oh. Or she killed him. Well, yeah, she killed him, but yeah. Um, Edward and Evelyn Rothschild. Are in this list as well. I knew we we're gonna get some Rothschilds on this list. Um, Maria and Bobby Shriver, who uh, yeah, Marcus of course does not know who they are. That's right. Peter Soros, the nephew of George Soros. I'm sure you hear a lot about him. Surprisingly, not on this list. Okay, I'm gonna list off a couple of names here, in quick succession, because y'all have the same last name: Blaine Trump, Robert Trump, Ivana Trump, Ivanka Trump, mm. Donald Trump. Uh, he did not actually take a flat with him, actually. He was more... Uh, we'll, get, we'll get Donald Trump in a second. I'm sure um, Donald Trump just had a plane that was next to his that was bigger. Chris <laughs> Tucker. That is one of the more upsetting ones. Um, uh, Marcus, no reaction to Chris Tucker? Oh, wait. No, wait. No, wait. Wait. No. Why? Marcus, do you think we're talking about Chris Rock? No, I know the difference between okay. Chris Rock and Chris Tucker. Okay, okay Marcus, Marcus, you have surprised me today, so <laughs> I was true. just making sure. <laughs> I had to really be sure on that one because you you said some surprising things. Yes. Uh, but yeah, so unfortunately, we got Chris Tucker on here. Um, there's there's one guy here who I know is not the one we're thinking of, but his name is Chris Evans. <laughs> Oh, okay. Ooh, no. Chris Evans, this was like in the 90s, so I don't think it's that Chris Evans. Yeah, how yes. many Chris Evans can there be? Probably a lot, when you think about it. <laughs> you think if it was the Chris Evans we're thinking of, then he would have uh, said, that's America's little ass. <laughs> <laughs> you said the fucking worst right 
I mean, to be honest, if it was the Chris Evans we're thinking of, it was probably his America's Little Ass. That's probably true. Young man. That's who it would be, to be honest, sadly. Um, So yeah, here's about Donald Trump, though. Is first of all, the apartment in New York City that Jeffrey Epstein uh, was in that got raided was in Trump Tower. He mm-hmm. has been known to use his Trump Tower apartment to house underage European models. And mm-hmm. a, a, a young woman came forth in the 90s to say that she was raped by Donald Trump in that apartment um, when she was 13 years old and that he knew. Um, now, America's come a very long way in a very short amount of time on this subject, so things did not really get looked into too much back then. Uh, but I think in the light of what's happened since then, people are now re-examining the stuff and thinking, that, uh, oh shit, something bad probably happened. open that book up again. Yeah, it's, uh, it's fucking rough, y'all. So, I'm hoping Jeffrey Epstein goes fucking down. I'm hoping they fucking kill him in his jail cell or something, because fuck this pedophile motherfucker. Yeah. Fuck all pedophiles, but not in the way that they would like. Overage people. Um, <laughs> necrophilia is the only way to combat them. Really? Explain more. Um, I'm not going to. <laughs> I, have some t- I have a topic. Oh, go um, ahead. So, say I was browsing Reddit, like I normally do as uh, a normal work day. And uh, I found this new subreddit I'd never heard of before by searching on popular called Fragile White Redditor. Okay. And so basically this is people who find crazy like comments from people who are white and are mad that people aren't white and that they don't, they're not allowed to just talk about how white they are. Mm-hmm. So here's an exchange that I saw here that I think it might spark some conversation. So. This guy comments, uh, the names are marked out, which I think is a cop-out. You should put people's names on here so we know. Agreed. Um, but the name is marked out, and it says, What's wrong with being a nationalist? Can't, can't we white people express interest in our own culture without being labeled as racist or alt-right? And someone comments back saying, What is white culture exactly? And this man decides to explain in detail what he believes white culture is. Oh, God. And I'm going to go ahead and give you a spoiler. I don't think me or you are white. From what this guy's definition. Okay. Financially stable with no debt. Bam, I'm out. Wow. What? <laughs> what? That is, that is number one. <laughs> That's 95% of white people. Financially stable with no oh. debt. That is number one. Wow. Okay. Next up, graduated high school. Okay, softball. Wow. Sure. Number three, <laughs> not, not addicted to drugs. Wow. Good. Number okay. three, my wife and I have two white kids that I haven't abandoned. Nope. Wow. Um, my mom and dad didn't abandon me. I'm not on welfare, no felonies, what? can reliably feed my family without having to rob someone. Wow. What the fuck? Oh, this this one is just icing on the, the white cake right here. Uh, no one that I know has been shot by a cop. Huh? I can pronounce words like ask rather than axe. Okay, it's just racism I see now. Oh, but he, he, <laughs> you couldn't he, see that until now. <laughs> I get even, it. He even adds a little diss onto himself. He's like, I can pronounce words like ask rather than axe, but can't rhyme very well. Oh, I wow. have I half sprint across the street when a car stops for me to cross in a polite way. That's just old school racism. Right oh my there. god! And and. I thank the bus driver and I don't litter. Oh, so this is Fortnite only too. a portion of white culture. <laughs> so 
so what? So I mean, <laughs> God. I cannot think of someone who gets so into racism that they monitor how people cross the road and make make wild accusations against that. I want to point something out here real quick. Not a single thing he named is a part of a culture. I know. Exactly. <laughs> they asked him what is white culture and he lists a bunch of things that he thinks that is about being white when in reality he's just probably some entitled person like, who probably the- is in debt. Oh, for sure. Like, he probably has a car payment. I mean, that's debt yeah. when you think about like, it. Number one, being financially stable with no debt is insane. That is most of America entirely out. Oh my god. White, black, whatever. You are almost entirely out just from that one. Nice. And then... <laughs> so many racial biases like not addicted to drugs yeah because white people are never addicted to drugs mm-hmm. we never did drugs oh we definitely never we definitely never created an opium empire in china we would never do that yeah mm-hmm. you fucking watch any of those like intervention shows or like the drugs on the street shows none of those meth addicts are white guys ever mm-hmm. no. um the my mom kids, and dad fuck you. yeah my mom and dad didn't abandon me complete racist shit about how oh and this and this is obviously from what i can tell is targeted at specifically black people yeah from what mm. i can tell yeah. he's like oh then it made me because like oh there's the whole thing about how oh black parents don't care about their kids which is completely fucking racist not on welfare another you know black and minority thing which white people are still on welfare there are plenty of white people on welfare oh yeah there's more That's, white people on welfare than any other race more white people <laughs> statistics <laughs> Fuck, shut the fuck up. Like, no felonies. White people do crimes. That like, is true. White, killing people is a crime. Plenty of white people have committed murder. I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah. I also um, don't have any felonies. Hooray. Yeah, I love how he's like, I can reliably feed my family without having to rob anyone. It's like, do you think that's why people are robbing people? You really think that's the one reason? And plus, white people do that. Yeah. Yeah. There's not one thing on this list that isn't something white. Not, no one I know has been shot by a cop. Maybe that's specific to him. Sure, no one he knows has been shot by a cop. But obviously, racial shit right there. The thing about pronouncing words that that I saw another post about, on Reddit the other day about somebody who was like, you know, I never thought I was racist, but now that I work at like McDonald's, I think I don't like black people anymore because they can't pronounce words right. And I'm like, no, that just means you're a racist. <laughs> like, you, there's nothing about you that wasn't racist. You've just always been one. Yeah, do they think that people in Denmark don't have regional accents and dialects? Like, what the fuck are you yeah. talking about? Like, that And guess what? That's actually something that can be considered culture. It is. <laughs> it's having a dialect. <laughs> that's actual culture. Like a New York but, accent versus a Southern accent. That's cultural. But that's not... It is, there's, there's no race bound up in that. That's, that's national. But yeah. The, 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 <laughs> the icing on this racist ass cake is I half sprint across the street when a car stops for me to cross in a polite way. So so if you just calmly walk like a regular person, you're... You are impolite and you are not white anymore. Mm. Now this, this is a racist myth I've heard before too. People say that when you're a white person driving a car and a black person is crossing the street, they, they say that the, the black person will slow down to make you have to stop and wait. <laughs> I have never experienced this in my life. No, never, people seem to just cross the road at a normal I mean, pace. I'm not going to lie. I definitely do that sometimes. <laughs> oh, God. No, <laughs> Marcus. That's, that's just because I'm an asshole. <laughs> I'm just, no, but this, Marcus I'll, is I'll, doing I'll, that in lieu of reparations. Exactly. So. Marcus's reparations. <laughs> God, don't yeah. say that. That's, no that's four funny. acres and a mule, just annoy oh, white people as much as possible. Which you know what? Hey, fair cop, right? Go for it. Oh, good. <laughs> if you can, oh. if you can get away with it, go for it. 
Yeah. Oh, oh my Speaking God. of that, I do. Uh, I'm glad we mentioned reparations because there is another post on this Reddit. I hope I can find it really quick. Okay, so there is a person on r slash the Donald, which is a, a putrid hate fest of a subreddit. Did they finally get quarantined? They have been quarantined, and they they put a thinking uh, Pepe uh, thing. And it says, slavery happened 400 years ago, but in my lifetime, the one black president blew through more tax dollars than the first 43 white presidents combined. Where's my reparations? Wow. Do they not? Do they not? Do they not understand how spending works? Yeah. Do they not know there's more money now than there ever was before? Like, what? What is this supposed to mean? They spent more... How many tax dollars did George Washington spend? Like, seven? <laughs> what is this? We had no fucking taxes. He probably, he probably had five dollars to spend. Exactly. And th- this, is one of the, this, is just, this is one of those galaxy brains of people that just don't need to have any brain. No. No. I, I'm, I'm, just, I'm just trying to go back. I gotta go back, y'all. We have to go back uh, yeah. to the thing where the guy said that he has no debt just what yeah. the f- that's most people in america to have debt yeah i mean we've talked about it extensively on this show about how everyone's in fucking debt Every- that's there like, are there are rich people who are in debt that's like <laughs> literally 99 percent of americans are in debt in some way or another because our society is set up in a way to get you into debt as fast as possible and keep you there. Like car, house, medical bills, all of it. You're supposed to be in debt. But you get dinged on your credit score if you're not in debt. Yes. That is something. That is the most fucked up thing that, once again, people preach about how you should learn about this stuff in high school, like credit and like taxes and stuff. That's the thing that I thought was the craziest was that having having debt is actually what gives you good credit. Yeah. But also having too much debt gives you bad credit and it's a balancing act. They want to turn you into a renter just of, of, of everything. You, you are a renter forever, essentially. Yeah. You'll make money. You'll, they'll make money off of you until you die because most people will never be able to pay off these debts. Oh yeah. And what's crazy. Like I had, I had a second credit card and I was trying to cancel it. Like I already paid it off. So I was like, okay, let me close this off. So I don't, like, get into that level of debt anymore. <laughs> they told me, yeah, your credit score is going to go down if you get rid of that credit card. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. And that's saying, like, if you take out, like, if you had your normal credit card and just paid it off or whatever, your credit score would be the same. But since you took out another one, you can't then cancel it because then that hurts you. Even though it would have been the same with or without the card. Right. Oh. It's crazy. It's set up to get you into debt, keep you there, and make have you continue making payments forever to, to just, like, keep the finances afloat. It's insane. Yeah, and also, it's so arbitrary. Like, can somebody tell me what, like, what does a credit score actually achieve? Nothing. Nothing. It's like, what is, I don't, I don't know what it fucking means. And why are there so many? Why do I have two credit scores? How do, why do we not agree what my credit score is? Why is there two companies out there that can just decide for me what my credit score is? Well, yeah, aren't there three? Just, there are three technically, yeah, but the third yeah, there one are is... there are three. I only have two right now. But like, like, where do those companies get the fucking authority to do that from? Like, who? Like, they're not part of the fucking government. Exactly. It's crazy, y'all. Um, 
I'm not sure we talked about this. Did we talk about the debate last time we, we were on the podcast? Was that was that? Oh no. It's been so long. I don't want to say anything about the debate. I'll just mention one thing. Um, that Bernie Sanders, you know, during the debate got into his typical stump speech about how uh, you know, three families own more wealth than the bottom you know, half of Americans. And I just want to give a big old fuck you to the Washington Post, Glenn Kessler, Mr. Fucking Fact Checker, who was like uh, um, actually, the bottom half of Americans uh, owe more than they actually own. So technically speaking, they have zero wealth. And zero times three would be zero. So Bernie Sanders is incorrect. Wow. <laughs> Sick of shit. Oh my god. How about this guy does zero times how many times he's had sex? <laughs> Guess what? <laughs> Guess what the fucking answer is, Idiot. <laughs> Is oh it a negative God. number? <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 I did want to tell y'all about something real quick, too. So, y'all know that San Francisco should probably be just nuked, right? We could, we should just, like, wipe out the face of the earth. Just It is. Yeah, it's, it's got some problems. Just that, just, just, listen, there are three cities you have to destroy. You have to destroy uh, San Francisco, Los Angeles, and New York City. Just drop neutron bombs on them. Damn, you do want life. California to go under. <laughs> just get rid of them. They are, they are hell holes. Or, you know what? Actually, we'll spare Los Angeles and we'll kill uh, Silicon Valley instead. Just, just yeah, get Palo, rid of them. Palo Alto needs to yeah. go, for sure. There we go. Well, in San Francisco, the rents. Have y'all seen the rents in San Francisco? Oh, yes. Oh, my God. Yeah, I was planning on moving there pretty recently, and I was checking out some apartments. <laughs> Realized well, it's not in my price range. <laughs> actually, two of my cousins actually moved out to California, and I was like, um, are you sure about that? <laughs> yeah, like, I know one of my cousins is paying at least, like, 2000 a month for rent. I don't and understand how some people move there with no money. Yeah. It's wild. He, he has some money, so... I told him to come down to Georgia, you know, that money would go a lot further. <laughs> it really would. But, so San Francisco, soaring housing uh, pri- uh, prices. So what's the solution? How, how do we fix this? Should we, you know, lobby the local government to institute rent control and publicly owned housing? Uh, fuck no. We're starting a company called Podshare. Y'all heard about this, this company called Podshare? Podshare? I'm gonna, I've not heard of it, but I'm gonna go ahead and guess what it does. It they is. let you, okay. it's like a timeshare for an apartment. Seth, it is a timeshare for a bunk bed. Wow. Okay. And you write your Twitter handle on it. <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? Why? <laughs> what? What? Because everyone living in this fucking thing is some kind of startup idiot. So they all have their Twitter handles on there so they can network. Oh my god. But anyways. Net- networking is one of the my most hated words. The, the woman who started this whole thing what it is is right now they have like two locations one in San Francisco and I think one in like Los Angeles or something like that where it's like a three story apartment building they've converted into literal bunk beds and do you want to know what the cost of a bunk bed rental is in this place per month a hundred bucks Tell me. it is twelve hundred dollars nope <laughs> wow for a bunk bed do you I mean, own I'm both a, wait, beds? I'm a, but I'm assuming you get one bunk. Right. Yeah, you get one of those bunks, buddy. Bullshit. Get out of here. But but here's the good news. You get a bunk bed in either location. So you can, like, go to the, the other place and they'll have the bunk bed there for you waiting. Oh, so you always have a place to hang your hat. Well, the, the hat rack costs extra, but you can 
put your hat on your bed if you'd like. And they provide food for you as well. Uh, ramen, cereal, soylent. Hmm. Those are your foods. And y'all, I'm watching the video of this pod share bullshit. And I shit you not, I see a man who, a stringy, haired, blonde, lanky motherfucker. He is cooking a chicken breast in a pan on a stove. And this motherfucker puts a lid on it that does not fit. It goes down into the grease in the pan. And it has no handle on top. <laughs> there is no way to retrieve this hand, this pot lid without in some way getting making a mess. Hey, hey, Smith, where, where there's a will, there's a way, can't you? <laughs> That's what paying $1,200 a month for a blunt does to a person. <laughs> He probably thinks he's brushing his teeth. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god. But the thing is, the the lady who started it, she was like, I was born in the Soviet Union. I did a quick fact check. She was born in Russia in 1995. The height Mm. of the Soviet (laughs) Union. (laughs) Yes. Yes. When they called it the Russian Federation. Exactly. When it was no longer the Soviet Union. And she was talking about how, like, oh, but it was, you know, housing was provided, and, you know, everyone had their food stipend and a place to live, and I wanted to recreate that in America. So I created a fucking tech startup where it cost you $1,200 a month to live in it. Mm. <laughs> Y'all, it made me so mad. <laughs> I thought, I thought, I saw that, and just, the image of that man cooking a chicken breast... Just really summed up the whole goddamn <laughs> enterprise to me. It just told the entire story. Oh, man. My God. Um, so that had something I wanted you to talk about. Tell me. Um, I'm sending it to you right now. We talked about it a little bit before, but it has to do with uh, Netflix. Um, something I'm sure we all here yeah. enjoy in various ways. Marcus, do you watch Netflix? Of course I watch Netflix. Under so my talk- rock. We talked about this a little bit, but Seth, I wanted you to, since you're our tech guy, I wanted you to tell us a little bit about this. So, before I do all this, I want to give a shout out. Before I go in on Netflix for what they're about to say, I just wanted to say, the new season of Stranger Things is the best season yet. Agreed. And you should go watch it. It's fun. But, Netflix, um, when they first started doing, when they first started the company, they were DVDs to your door, Right. You can get the mm-hmm. one DVD, two DVD, ten DVD, twenty DVD plan, and they just put DVDs. You put it in the mailbox. You get more DVDs. You can do it that way. And when they introduced the uh, at first, before it was just called, now it's just called Netflix. At first, it was called Netflix Instant Watch. They were just putting out movies that studios let them use on the service, and then they dabbled with making original content. And from the very beginning, from the the very first, well, technically the second Netflix original show, um, House of Cards, which became their fir- their first like really big hit, um, it was entirely uh, analytics driven. They found out on just through um, their DVD service and their Instant Watch that people really liked uh, David Fincher movies. Uh, sadly, uh, Kevin Spacey movies. Yes, we didn't we didn't know at the time. People loved political thrillers. So they decided to make a Kevin Spacey political thriller directed by David Fincher called House of Cards. And it worked very well. So ever since then, they've put a lot of emphasis onto analytics and uh, metrics, as most people call them. So 
one of the more one of the more recent ones. It's um, I I guess once again it makes sense for the company. Terrible for people who like their content. Um, people a lot of people get um upset when Netflix cancels a show after two or three seasons when the show could easily do more and actually does have like a sizable fan base. And uh, Netflix says kind of reveal why they do that. So they found out that making one or two seasons of a show is good for getting subscribers. People will subscribe to the service to watch the show. But making more seasons after that is one, not very uh, good at make of getting new viewers. But two, people who make these shows, the showrunners, ask for a raise after two seasons. So they just cut it off so they don't have to pay more. And because they just keep the subscribers they already had. Hmm. And basically, and this article kind of puts it best when they say that Netflix is extracting the maximum amount of benefit from the suppliers to the lowest cost of the show's life cycle. So, um, you know, while Netflix can can claim to be a creative company, this is very metric-driven and does tell you that at the end of the day, the creator matters very little um, compared to the bottom line, which is always upsetting to hear because, you know, you do want to see more cool shit made. And, you know, for a show to get more than, you know, three seasons on Netflix, it has to be, you know, a Stranger Things, a House of Cards, an Orange is the New Black, you know, a show that just does have this big cultural moment and people stick with. And it kind of sucks that some of their smaller shows kind of fall by the wayside. I'll always remember you, Sense8, and the good times we had together. I just finished season one of Sense8. It's a pretty good show. Um, I'll never forget American Vandal and what they did to that show. Um, best Netflix original by far, in my opinion. And yeah, I, I, I wish there was more of it, but yeah, this, uh, these analytics, they, they took our shows away. Although Sense8, I can understand canceling. That had to be the most expensive show ever. <laughs> I they think shot, it was until Altered Carbon, right? They shot on seven, they shot in seven different countries. And sometimes they would, they would just be for like a half a second of a scene. They'd have to fly one character out to another country just to film that one scene. It's like, okay, I get it. It's a good show, but you got to tone down on this cost. It's crazy. (laughs) Yeah, the Wachowskis don't work for cheap. They do not. And that's why the finale of the show was two and a half hours. They basically got Netflix to fund another movie. Uh, just so you know, the first uh, episode of season one is also two hours long. Yeah, well, no, of season two. Season two, yeah, sorry. Yeah, it's two hours and the last is two and a half. Also, Lily Wachowski did not work on season two, actually. Only Lana. Oh, just Lana? Okay. Yeah. So, that's not that at all matters to this podcast. But well, Marcus, any, does... any, uh, any fallen favorites for you from Netflix? Anything you like that's not coming back? <sighs> Okay. I, I I haven't been watching Netflix recently. I've been very busy. <laughs> I mean, I don't want to keep making jokes, but they do make a massive amount of anime. <laughs> I, I've seen. I haven't seen them, but I've seen. They, you didn't watch there. Devil Man Cry Baby? I did watch Devil Man Cry Baby. You did? That was interesting. Did you There's... watch the one that's called like Seven Aprils or something? Seven Aprils. No. It's called like April dies in September. I don't know what the fuck. Oh, your lie in April. Your lie in April. Yes, <laughs> that's on my list. I haven't watched it yet. Okay, so yeah, I know a lot of people like those those animes. But anime is kind of it's kind of an advantage because anime is a lot of the even like a lot of the really good ones only last like a season or two. Yeah, so, so it might be kind of an advantage for Netflix there. Yeah, 
yeah, I watched the Castlevania show. I'm not sure if it's anime or not, but it was pretty good. I mean, it's very well animated. <laughs> I'd say it's I'd say it's anime. It looks written by Warren Ellis, which is why I was I was hesitant, and also in English primarily. Uh, also liked uh, Knights of Sidonia. That was a pretty good show. Really, I, I started that. I, I could not finish. Very yeah, slow. Pe- people who photosynthesize, correct? I think there's one type of person that does that. There's also a bear. Does he photosynthesize too? Is that the name of a show? No, the bear. bear, the, bear the bear serves drinks, I believe. Or he you was see the, that new Netflix show, A Bear? A bear. <laughs> well, wasn't that that was the Adult Swim thing, right? The the ten, 15 minutes of unedited footage of a bear or whatever that was their uh, too many cooks follow up. Oh yeah, they do. I mean, Adult Swim, they just can't do whatever the fuck they want. That is that is very true. That's that's got to be a great game. But like, since uh, Netflix follows analytics so well. I mean, if you got, like, a big enough group together, y'all could basically just toy with the system. Just <laughs> watch, yeah. I don't know, what, what's something ridiculous that Netflix wouldn't expect? Just watch freaking... Oh. Hmm. What do they make? Oh, that, make- that crazy show, Russian Doll. Woo! <laughs> no, <laughs> fuck no. Get, get wait, out wait. of here. Shut wait, up. What is, wait, what is this show? Oh, my oh, God. It's Russian Doll, but sadly, it's not about Donald Trump. It's really oh, weird. Wait, God, wait a minute. It's really wait weird. A minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Are you telling me? Are you actually telling me that Netflix, in the year 2019, made a show called Russian Doll and it's not about freaking Donald it's Trump? It's crazy. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. Insane. I'm going to end it all. It was a joke. It's not even a joke. It's nothing. It's nothing at this point. Oh my Speaking God. of Russian dolls. Oh no. Did you hear about Mitch McConnell? Uh, what about him? Um, apparently, he has, and I don't know why you would even say this out loud, but apparently he has claimed that he is not gonna stop Russia from interfering in our next election. Um... And he has just said that. Or he doesn't he doesn't even have to say that. No. But he said it now, so we know. Wow. Okay. Like what did What's he do to end? stop them from interfering What's, in the last election? He didn't, and that's the point. He doesn't want to. <laughs> he's like I mean maybe that's what he's saying. Maybe he was like, guys, I tried so hard last time, <laughs> I'm gonna tag somebody else in. I'm sorry. It was so much work. I was oh, on yeah. Reddit every day. <laughs> it's like one of those things where you didn't have to say it. Like, I don't have to say I'm going to masturbate tonight. Like, I don't need to say it. You know who that happened. already knew. Right, yeah. <laughs> it's unnecessary, Mitch. You think Mitch McConnell masturbates? Constantly. Well, I mean, who else is going to do it? You ever seen a turtle's dick before? A turtle's dick, yes. Mm-hmm. Several. How it, like, curls around a little bit there and all that? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure he probably, like... He probably puts his, his body up against, like, a, a table and lets his little fucking uh, flat dick, like, curl underneath it and strokes back and forth and rubs and makes that calling sound that turtles make. Why, why, are, we, why are we talking about Mitch McConnell, wow. like, edging himself on a chair or table or whatever? Oh, my buddy, he's not edging. He is straight up going to blast all over the other side <laughs> of that table. You yeah. sit down the next morning, you you put your leg up too high, you get sticky. Like, what the fuck is this? Oh, God. But since it's, since it's all curled, he just blasts all over his own foot. <laughs> um, oh, man. Something, hey, we've all done it. 
Let's Definitely. not not all lie and say we haven't <laughs> blasted our own foot before. We've all come on our own toes, on our own face. It's all happened. It's just it's, it's a universal sort of experience. Yes, Circle of exactly. life. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I did want to talk to y'all real quick about a guy. Oh, let me let me hear his fucking name. <laughs> uh, friend of the show, uh, Ian Miles Chong. Uh, Ian Miles Chong, the Ant Man okay. himself. Uh, I can work with this. The uh, I think y'all remember this guy as being the guy who Gamergate broke his mind. The yes. Witcher Three turned him from a liberal into a, a Nazi, essentially. Yes, because yes. someone said one bad thing about Witcher Three, and his entire life turned around. And then he was like, "You know what? Maybe women don't deserve rights." <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> the Witcher is a good game. <laughs> what do you know? So, do y'all know that game coming out from uh, Obsidian, The Outer Worlds? Yes, right. it yeah. looks cool. Well, they recently took to a, a, a gaming outlet to say some dumb shit about how uh, they do not want their game to be politically charged. Um, okay. It's not a political game, it's just about evil mega corporations who are colonizing planets and they are exerting power over your life. That's not political. I'm a political yeah. on that, right? <laughs> It's just your bog fan or evil megacorp. Nothing evil about that. Okay, yeah. So they go ahead and say this, and Ian Miles Chong goes on a tear about how games don't have to be political, and in fact, nothing has to be political. And he makes the comment, um, I bet you you all think that Robocop is uh is political. Oh my god. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Can we please tag in? What's the guy, what's the guy who's written in that movie? I'm going to shoot myself. I don't remember it. Paul Verhoeven? Paul Verhoeven? Yes. Tag him in, please. <laughs> it oh, man. It is incredible that he said this, but Seth, if you thought his Verhoeven abuse ended there. Oh, no. Did he say something about Starship Troopers? <laughs> he said Starship Troopers is just a dumb movie about shooting giant bugs. Oh, go fuck oh. yourself. <laughs> and he said, he said, get this. He said it is that because Paul Verhoeven didn't understand the material of the, of the book. Okay, those are fighting words. Because he's not American. What? And so English he doesn't understand? Yeah. Oh, wait, that's the reason? Yeah. Because he can't read English? <laughs> First of all, he can speak and read English. Yes. What do you do? He made very popular American movies. <laughs> wildly popular successful movies that have incredibly politically charged messages because he's a smart person <laughs> uh, do you want to hear what Ian Miles Chong believes Robocop is about oh Ooh, please well, let's hear the, lay oh, it God. on me big metal cop shoots bad guys in dystopian future setting is that a full stop <laughs> that's it that's his entire opinion on what it's about <laughs> fucking idiot <laughs> <laughs> he says here in a follow-up tweet, it's not that I have a five-year-old's understanding of Robocop, which is deadly. Why would you even put that out there? Oh. <laughs> which is incidentally when I first saw it. <laughs> Sometimes I just want to shut my brain off and enjoy having fun instead of turning everything into political thesis. Well, wow. it's not like I've evolved past a five-year-old. Oh no! Whoa, whoa! Not that I haven't. What are you talking? I'm saying I haven't, which means I haven't. Don't say that I have. Why would you do that? Oh, yeah. That's I, like just the 
it's it's almost like I, I just almost wish this was planned. Like how he puts it all out there. Like I'm, I don't have a five years old understanding. No, you do. And now I I wasn't even gonna say that, but now I am gonna say it because you put it out there. <laughs> this is of your own doing. Oh man. My favorite okay, thing is hold what, on. Go ahead. Before we before you go on, can I read the synopsis of RoboCop real quick? Please, <laughs> yes. Marcus. Please, please. Do. please. In a violent near apocalyptic Detroit. Evil corporation Omni Consumer Products wins a contract for the city government to privatize the police force. To test their crime eradicating cyborgs, the company street the, the company leads street cop Alex Murphy into an armed confrontation with crime lords so they can use his body to support their untested Robocop prototype. But when Robocop, Robocop learns of the company's nefarious plans, he turns on his masters. <sighs> wow. Yeah, the best part about that description, you could have ended it at the word Detroit and w- would have been the same movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that maybe he's oh. right. The movie doesn't sound political at all. Um, oh. Wow, yeah, and that's that's from a synopsis. It is from a oh, synopsis. Man. It's just, it's just this guy. This guy has nothing in his skull. There's no brain. <laughs> I, I feel like that's. I feel like Paul Verhoeven can't, could not even imagine responding to this. I, I, feel, I don't know where to start. I feel like I'm picking on him actually because I feel like he's disabled. Like I don't think he understands what's going on around him. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he might have actually not matured past a five-year-old. Like oh, maybe we are picking on someone who you know may, might need some help. His initial tweet, by the way, was oh, like literally saying this. This this is this could easily be parody. Okay, ready yourself for this. Oh, so evil corporations in the future is political now? <laughs> is what that once again a full stop? <laughs> yeah, that's it. Oh my god. What about evil corporations now? <laughs> <laughs> what about corporations is political? Come on. Nothing. Political would be if it was the evil government. Come on, guys. Yeah, the only thing that's political is if you have the word government. The president has to be in the movie for it to be political. <laughs> Morgan Freeman right. has to play the president. <laughs> and God. <laughs> or or Chris Rock, head of state. There we um, go. No, Morgan Freeman should play Chris Rock. Oh, there we go. Now we're talking. <laughs> that would be a performance right there. Now we're getting somewhere. I want to hear Morgan Freeman's Chris Rock impression. Oh, I want to hear right. Chris Rock's Morgan Freeman impression. <laughs> Let's all go around the room and do our Chris Rock impressions. <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, so Ian Miles Chong is a huge idiot. <laughs> hey, he's a fucking idiot. Oh my god. Doesn't understand art, or, uh, he understands art about as well as that white dude understood culture earlier. Yes. <laughs> um. Yeah, cult, cult, I cannot get, culture is having no debt. That yeah, it's culture. a culture. It's a culture. You, you know that's at the Vikings? No debt. Shared among so many people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the Vikings, no debt, didn't do drugs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everything right there. They definitely did not abandon their children. No, yeah, no, yeah. no, 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 no. They didn't rob had anyone. The, the hardy jog when cars are coming by. <laughs> they never had. Well, that, never to be fair, they did not do that. that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah. So also, everybody's uh, at this point. She is my second favorite person in government. Uh, Alexandria Ocasio Cortez. Okay. Um, has recently come under fire from uh, Speaker of the House Nancy Pelosi. You guys see this? Yes, mm-hmm. this is actually something I wanted to speak about. Oh, go please, ahead. Please go ahead. No, you go ahead. Oh, no. You, wait, what? Are you talking about the uh, 
I'm talking about the the bartender comments that were made towards her. Oh no, you you talk about that first. Okay, so how did that even start? I can't remember. It was a right wing guy who said this. Oh yeah, I know, but what what was the content? Because like she was talking about um someone. Oh yeah, she was talking about how Ivanka Trump, her whole job is just being the president's daughter. And not actually having, you know, any import and just be and uh, being brainless. And then Piers Morgan, uh, former judge of, a judge of America's Got Talent. Um, World class how, asshole. How I'll always credit him. Says, oh, it could be worse. Eight months ago, she could have been a bartender, which is what Ocasio-Cortez was. And to me, to me, that is counter their own arguments. The right wing is always like, oh, you should lift yourself up by your bootstraps. You should get a fucking minimum wage job where you work on tips and then you'll become fucking CEO of Google. And Ocasio-Cortez did that. She was a fuck. She was a bartender who worked, who, you know, did this whole bootstrap shit they keep talking about. She she garnered some political favor um, with with through the message people like. And now she's a fucking congresswoman or house representative. I don't care. And. And now they're making fun of her for having been a bartender, having worked a blue-collar job before. Mm-hmm. What, yeah, I mean, it's, what's it's the wild. fucking deal with that? I mean, what could you expect? They were making fun of her for dancing, like, with her, like, yeah. what was it, college project or something? Mm. Yeah, for having fun one time in her life. They were like, oh, Jeez. no. No one gets to have fun here. No. We get to go to Jeffrey Epstein, but those are business trips, Okay. <laughs> That is trickly work. Um, so it's like, but it's like, the thing is, okay, when this is not what America was founded on, but the founding fathers envisioned like a bourgeois sort of uh, elected officials, you know, people who would be cultured and would understand uh, laws and stuff like that would become politicians, would shape public policy. When I was a kid, though, I was always sold the idea that anyone could become a congressperson. Anyone could become a senator or a president. You yeah, know. that's uh, social mobility uh, yeah. principle. A lie. A, a definite lie. It's mostly lawyers and rich people who become these kinds of things. Uh, but it was there. You know, the, op- the idea was there. Um, and, I mean, but, like, what is Ocasio-Cortez but a realization of that ideal, you know, that a bartender could become a congresswoman, you know? Well, that's, mm-hmm. the thing is, and this is when they really show their true colors, because they want to sell us the idea that we can work shit jobs and make something of ourselves so that we will work shit jobs and then they can just keep profiting off of it. But once someone actually worked a shit job and, and now has, you know, some real power, they are terrified. Yeah. yeah. They did not want the system to work. They just wanted to make us think that it did. Um, but so recently... Uh... Nancy Pelosi um, said of uh, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, Ilhan Omar, Ayanna Presley, and Rashida Tlaib, um, she said they, quote, have their public whatever and their Twitter world, but they didn't have any following. There are four people, and that's how many votes they got. End quote. Wow. Do we need to count how many votes they got? She also said, if the left doesn't think I'm left enough, so be it. Well, we don't think anybody's left enough, almost. So, yeah. I mean... But the thing is, what's really great is Alexander Ocasio-Cortez did not take this line down. 
She, well, of course not. <laughs> she came back and she quoted uh, three Nancy Pelosi quotes which are from the past that she has not said anything about before, but now speaks about. Which Nancy Pelosi said that a glass of water could have beaten uh, Joe Crowley, the guy who was that Ocasio Cortez beat. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he was a 20 year incumbent in that district. And uh, he was a huge supporter of Nancy Pelosi. And she said that about him. Wow. She said it, she called it the green dream or whatever. And their public whatever recently. And she says, those aren't quotes from me. They're from the speaker. Having respect for ourselves doesn't mean we lack respect for her. It means we won't let everyday people be dismissed. Mm-hmm. You know, so, I, mean, I, I actually noticed this. People use, uh, specifically towards Ocasio-Cortez and Ilhan Omar, they use the word whatever a lot. Yeah. Like, I remember when she was when she was campaigning, there was that guy who was like, oh, there's that girl or whatever who's running against me. What What is with this? What is with this or whatever, this dismissive, like, rhetoric they're using because they can't actually fucking form a real sentence? I think they're just trying to, like, downplay her, like... Her every action, like, it's clear they don't want her, like, doing what she wants to do, <laughs> but they know if they give her that attention, it's it's gonna energize her uh, campaign, I guess. That's that's my assumption. Yeah. I mean, that's the most thing, is they want to take stuff away from her, but, I mean, to, to, to people like us, it's like, use a word. You can't just keep saying, or whatever, you know? Like, eventually it's gonna get old. And, I mean, once again, it might not get old for certain people, but for me, it's like, there's easier ways to diss your enemies than to just try and use this weird dismissive offhand rhetoric. So, I don't know, they gotta, they gotta beef up their game, because they keep talking about this Twitter world. Twitter's a, a rough place for some people, and these, these people who are born and brought up on Twitter, they, they might be able to snap back, so. Well, yeah, like, Twitter is real. Like, people will keep yeah. saying, oh, Twitter's not real life. Yes, it is. Like, that's real life. Yeah. <laughs> that, that is... The things that, the president I mean, tweets his every insane, deranged yeah. thought onto Twitter. If the Twitter isn't real life, then why is it when you watch the TV, every commercial has a hashtag? Every news clip you watch has a fucking hashtag or a, a literally a tweet from the president or a fucking congressperson. Why is that on every fucking channel, literally all the time, if it's not real life? Um, also, I want to call it now. Uh, AOC will be president. Hmm. If America holds together and does not fall yeah. apart somehow, she will fucking be president. Heck yeah. And I want to go ahead and make a bold proposal here. Uh, Ilhan Omar for Secretary of State. Mm. Let's get it done. Let's get it done, people. Um, so yeah. Uh, AOC not taking shit from Nancy Pelosi, which is good because too many Democrats, I think, just lie down and take when people talk shit about them. So I don't. I, I like that she's, she's pushing back on that. And you know what? I'm 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 here for that. That's that's pretty cool. Right now, she's tweeting about the crazy weather happening in America right now. Which, in case anyone has noticed, hasn't noticed, the weather is fucking insane. Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, it's hot as fucking hell here. <laughs> I'm not sure if you guys have noticed because we live very close to each other, but it's fucking hot here. Oh yeah, it's hot as hell. It's like regularly also, 100 degrees. <laughs> yeah, it's like getting hot. Like the real feel is getting so, so high. Yeah, and, and, and at least today it was just like raining and still hot. I'm just like, why? I actually saw yeah. uh, uh, an article title 
uh, yesterday that was amazing. It says, do we really need air conditioning? Wow. Who, who said this? Someone who does not live in Georgia. <laughs> Clearly. Yeah. Guess what? My... My AC in my apartment is so bad that I had to buy I had to buy the standing fan that keeps me cool because the air conditioning does literally nothing. If I have I, if I did not have this thing on, I would move. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's and the, the the point of the article was that we keep things too cold in some places, like offices are are set to like a temperature comfortable for for men and not women. And I'm like, say that in your article title because we do need AC. <laughs> You try living yeah. down here without a fucking air conditioning, you will die. You will die. No ways around it. Yeah, this uh, it's it's getting fucking ridiculous. Like I'm out. I mean, I just from my like when I leave my house, it like feels kind of nice. By the time that I get to work and I'm walking to to the building, it is I'm sweating. I literally have sweat <laughs> under my arms. Like, that's just how fucking hot it is here. It's goddamn hot, y'all. Um, I think it's a good a good place to leave it. Goddamn yeah, it's hot. fucking hot. Let's. <laughs> we're done. Stay alive out there. Try. Um, so uh, that was the Nils podcast. Uh, I'm Smith. You can find me on Twitter at MC Surf. Um. So I'm Seth on Twitter <laughs> at Life of Seth. I'm Marcus on Instagram, Mr. Beaches. I also did the artwork for this podcast. Woo-woo. Finally. All right. <laughs> yes. I'm so proud of Marcus. <laughs> Yay. Um, our theme song was done by Ben Powell he's been on episodes of this show before uh, you can check those out mostly our movie reviews um, he has his own podcast called Southern Smackdown where they uh, are both from the south and they talk about wrestling so if that sounds interesting go check it out uh, let's see here you can lead a horse to water but you can't make him get under it fuck uh, Tom Brady and the movie First Reformed we've stopped trying to solve our problems we're trying to outlive them Marcus. And you do your thing, Seth. <laughs> and from New Orleans to New York. And it's another podcast, baby. We're out. Out. Peace.